why do I do what I do? I get that question a lot. They always ask me, what, what made you come up with the One Life clothing brand? My answer is always the same. One Life to me is much more than a clothing brand or even a motivational clothing brand, as I claim it is. Looking back, I thought, what is something people need and use on a daily basis, which would be clothes? Okay, cool. Clothing brand, why not? Then it kind of snowballed in my head into something more, something bigger. Essentially, One Life is a mindset where dream big and execute is a motto or a mantra I believe everybody should live by. Life is too short not to go after what you want. You know? Welcome to the One Life Real Talk podcast, where we're all about positivity, motivation, and keeping it real. If you want to be inspired, change your perspective on life, change your mindset, and possibly change your whole life around, this is the podcast for you. Without wasting any more of your time, let's get straight into the episode. Yo, what to do with your boy Trey Star? Back at it again with another addition to the One Life Real Talk podcast is going to be episode number 57, I believe, 56, 57, one of those numbers. And we got, again, special guest for what, the second time? Third time. Third time, the third time. Back on the podcast for the third time, Mr. Chad Cedarwall, financial coaching of how, how do you say it again? Why, how Why? can yeah, don't let me mess it up. Why, how, can, financial, he's back for the third time, and we got a fire episode. I hope you guys watch. Hope you guys listen and stay tuned. Today, we're going to be talking about impact, not just impact as a whole or the broad general spectrum, but how you can impact somebody automatically, how it becomes second nature to a person when you're just having a conversation with not even the intent to inspire them or motivate them. It, it is just a part of you automatically. Chat, how do you think a person or, the, or an individual can reach that state of mind, reach that level of thinking or develop those, that habit to have an automatic impact? If not with yeah, well, every single person, then the majority of people that they come in contact with. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't have all of the answers right now, and, and that's what I'm excited about this episode as we, we're, try, we're searching for that, and you and I both want to be at that level, but not really sure if we're there yet, and so I'm excited. I, got, I have a few people in mind that really make an impact, and it's not, it's not a persona that they put on. It's not an effort that they're really putting out. They are just who they are, and they're so strong in that 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 they automatically are influencing and leaving an impact on people so i don't have all the answers but in this episode we're gonna be searching for them right absolutely and to go along with that that we don't have all the answers if we just gave you the answers to the test of life you'd never really learn anything because there's some things if not most things you have to experience on your own so we can, even if we had the answers, we can't just be giving them out. If you want to look at it that way, that'd be cheating. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be successful to a certain degree and win at life, you got to find the answers on your own. Yeah. So you were saying yeah. you got a, a couple people who you know that have that automatic impact. Like in, they found the answer that we're looking for. I think maybe we might be on that level, Chad. I don't know. I was thinking about it all day today at, at my nine to five at work. And I, I just, I got some type of energy. I prayed on it this morning. I was just having all these thoughts and I was feeling some type of way about it. And I think I, I'm not going to speak for you, but I think maybe I got it. I don't know how I got it, but I might be there if, or maybe I might be close to getting there. 
I'm not sure. I'm not the one to brag or put myself on a pedestal. Like I said on the phone call last night, maybe I'm there. Cause I feel like I have a certain level of impact on people who actually come and tell me after the fact, whenever they read my posts or whenever they watch my videos, they're like, Hey, Trey, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. I love you. You got my support or you helped me today. I was feeling some type of way. I watched your video with your content or whatever it is. And it got me through the day or, or I, I saved somebody's life who was thinking about suicide or whatever at the time. And I don't know, but at the same time, that, that kind of impact was intentful. Like I intended to impact somebody with my content, mm -hmm. but just having a conversation off the top of my head, I can't really recollect. I mean, I'm sure there might be times where I've impacted somebody unintentionally or subconsciously. Mm -hmm. But off the top of my head, I, I'm not, I can't name a scenario. Can't think of it. But I'll tell you what, in, in any conversation that that we have as individuals, in any um, not conversation, um, anytime that we rub shoulders with somebody share a moment, share thoughts, share experiences, we are subconsciously impacting one, whoever we're coming in contact with, right? Mm -hmm. There's, cause that's just, as humans, we automatically rub off the people that we're around. You know, we're very environmental creatures, right? So I've been, I grew up in New Jersey and all of those impacts and all the people that I, I lived with even when I moved to Missouri, I still had a New Jersey type of way, way of thinking and way that I moved and the way that I talked, right? And so I've been back in Jersey for almost a year and I'm starting to feel myself getting back into that, that Jersey mindset, so to speak. And so we are, you know, whoever you're surrounding yourself with, you're, you're going to become, you're going to be subconsciously or consciously impacted by them but these people that we're talking about these high level cutting out you can't hear me it said that i was muted yeah you're good okay no Uncut, but you know today, we're gonna keep it going <laughs> yeah <laughs> today we're gonna be studying those those high impact people and those who have an imp like an impact deeper than the subconscious and you spend time with these people and you're like i want to be like this person right and so i don't think i'm there yet there's there's more more of a person in myself that i want to build up and i know you and i are both not satisfied where we're at not 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 at all man and and, but what's cool about people that are on that level is they still feel the same way. They, they never think that they've made it. Um, it's just an, an ever-going pursuit. Yeah, I think that's that's how you stay hungry. That's how you stay driven. Like you, Once you get satisfied, you start getting comfortable, and then that's it. Like You don't want to go anywhere else, no matter what, what level you're on in life, how much success that you have in life. If you get too comfortable and too complacent, you're not going to be able to go through any more walls, quote unquote walls that you have in front of you or, or reach another level of success because you're feeling some type of way, because you're comfortable and you're not willing to grow anymore. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And once you once you look at yourself like I made it, well then that the journey is finished right there. That that's your peak. It's it's over. You in your mind you already made it. Even if, even if let's say you see somebody quote unquote passing you in life and they're they're reaching other heights, other levels of success and glory and greatness and stuff like that. You're going to be stuck exactly where you are because in your head, that was it. You made it to where you wanted to be. You didn't want to go anywhere else, higher, lower, whatever, left, right. You didn't want to go anywhere else. You said, this is my journey. This is where it ends. This is where I stop. 
while other people who let me backtrace, backstep and say, maybe I'm not on that level like I thought I was. Because all the impact that I have or that I had on people, it was intentional to to my thought, to, to my knowledge. It was intentional. Every piece of content I put out was intended to impact people. I'm not a, I can't say for a hundred percent certainty that I have impacted people just by a random conversation or, or meeting them or saying hello or giving a smile or just being positive around them. Maybe I have, but I don't have complete confirmation. So I think not to agree with you, just to agree with you, but I think I'm, I don't think I'm on that level. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm right there, but not, not completely. Cause I know, or I don't know, but like, let's say the, the greatest motivational speakers in the world and stuff in my field, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, uh, all of the other people that I, I just can't name because there's so many of them. They have impact automatically. You step in, you just step into a room with them and you're, you're impacted in a certain way. Like it's just, it's, it's not about what they say. It goes down to how they present themselves. I feel like the type of energy they give out when they just step into the room. This is who I am. I'm here to do whatever. And that is it. And nothing's going to stop me from being who I am. Exactly. Like I'm not a poser. I'm not going to put on a front. If I don't wear a suit and tie, you ain't going to see me wear a suit and tie. Eric Thomas is always talking about how he, he's got to be comfortable. He's comfortable in the clothes that he's wearing. Even when he's doing corporate, you don't see him in a suit and tie and stuff like that. He comes in with a hat, a hoodie, uh, and some sweats and stuff like that. So I feel like one of the, the keys to get to that level is to be you and be comfortable being you. Because mm-hmm. if somebody, I'm not going to say everybody, but I think some people can tell if you engage them in any environment, talking about whatever, in any space, they can tell if you're comfortable or not. They might not know if you're not being you because only you really know if you're being fake or you're putting on a persona or something, especially if you're talking to or engaging with a stranger. But I feel like they can definitely tell for the most part that you're just not comfortable standing there or talking there or sitting there or wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, engaging with that individual. You give off a certain type of energy with your body language, with your your eyes. Are you making eye contact? Are you looking at the ground? What are you doing with your hands? It goes down from your body language to the energy that you're putting out and then how you present yourself while speaking or just being there and being present. If you are present, you could totally be there physically I'm gonna take it to a whole other whole other level. You could be there physically, but consciously you could be spaced out. Mm. And they'll see that. They'll recognize that. You might be fumbling over your words, or you might be a yes man or a yes woman agreeing with whatever the conversation is about, and you're just not completely there. That's something that all these other people that we might name or all these other people that we talk about they don't have that they're consciously there 24 7 they don't space out they're not locked out and they're not they're not daydreaming they're there and not only are they there they're there for a purpose and they're going to let you know that they're there for a purpose Mm -hmm. that's the difference between somebody who is impactful with intent because they do have intent to impact you in a certain way but just their presence alone will impact you automatically Mm -hmm. and you got to be in a certain frame of mind just like we said or just like i said it's it's about your body language and the type of energy you give off it's a whole bunch of things that accumulate into being on that state of mind, being in that that mind frame and having that type of impact, like like we call it automatic impact. Yeah. 
No, that's that. That's it. There, you know, it's it's not something that you're you got to string together the perfect amount of words or the right words in each time. You you're not trying to please somebody or or make them impressed by you. You're just being who you are, and you're so sure of yourself that it it automatically happens. And I, I really have three people in mind of people who make that type of impact. And I'm starting to, as we talk about the different characteristics, I'm starting to see the similarities that they have and what things really do make them who they are, which allows them to have such a great impact. So, um, I, I can go ahead and, um, do you want me to share some of them? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was about to say. Who are the t- people that you're talking about? Let's get straight to it. Uh, the first first person that came to mind when we brought up this topic was my my old basketball coach at Fort Osage High School. Coach Hawkins. Was, uh, coach Hawkins. Coach Hawk, we like to call him. You know, John Hawkins is the full name. But he's somebody that he was uh, one of the coaches. He wasn't the head coach. He was the JV coach specifically, but he had such an impact on the varsity players and the younger players. And it was so funny. He, he was such a, such a serious guy. He, he knew how to have fun. One of the, you know, funniest, definitely like the funniest coach that we had, the most down to earth and realest people. But he was always serious about something. And being young, you just kind of, you just could, you could sense that. And you didn't really know what it was. Sometimes you were kind of intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you were very intrigued by it. But he had this, some type of factor to, to it. And as I've gotten older and I've co- continued to communicate with him and I've been out to his house. He moved out to Denver, Colorado. I've been out there, spent some time with him and his family. And, you know, I love the man. And what I've seen from him is his mission has never changed. As he's, as he's leveling up and doing great things, he lives out just with his family, moved them from Independence to Denver, Colorado. He's, and all the different stuff that he's involved in, he's leveling up. But the mission hasn't changed. Um, his, the way that he is around people hasn't changed like his drive has never shifted it's just like now I'm older and I see what it you know I'm not just a high schooler anymore and I see what he really is about and I finally can understand it but the number one characteristic I see in him is he doesn't care who's around him he doesn't care um, if they're like a superintendent of a school or one of his children, he doesn't change who he is because he's not putting on a show for anybody. When he walks into a room with superintendents, he's not, okay, let me become John Hawkins. And then when he walks into a room with his basketball players, he's not like, okay, now I'm coach Hawkins. And then when he walks into his room with his kids and his wife, he's not like, okay, now I'm father Hawkins. Like he's just the same man all the time, the same mission. And nobody's going to tell him that he's doing it wrong or he needs to do something else. He's just focus driven and he does what he does. So I look, I look up to that, man. I don't know if, he'll, if he hears this, but I really do. I really hey, do. when we're done, when I put it up, you can send it to him. You can watch it. Give us some yeah. feedback. I'm 100% sure he would love the shout out that you just did and then everything that you talked about him because it's very true. I didn't know him on a personal level, but I did have encounters with him back in the day and stuff like that. I feel like that's a part that I'm getting wrong. Not that I necessarily in life put on a certain persona, but throughout my whole life, as far as I can remember I have different groups of friends. I have different groups of people I interact with my in my life, different parts of my family. So I act a certain type of way when I'm around a certain type of people in, in a certain environment. 
not that I'm being fake. No matter what you guys could believe or, or whatever you can misconstrue my words to, I'm not being fake. I'm not putting on a persona. In my, from my perspective, in my mind, I'm blending in. That's how I blend in. That's how I adapt, how I, I quote unquote, survive in that environment. I become what the environment requires to survive. Mm -hmm. Now, some people might call that fake or not being the real me or whatever. Maybe they, they might be right. I don't know. In my mind, I feel like every, however I act around certain people, that's a part of me too. Like even right now, or when I'm around my grandparents, I don't tend to curse as much. When I'm around uh, my mom and my uncles, I, I talk a little more and act a certain type of way. When I'm around the boys or we're on the game or we're out and we kicking it, I act a certain type of way. When I'm around... Not, not to go off the deep end, but when I'm around my black friends, I act a certain way. When I'm around the country boys, I act a certain way. Because uh -huh. that's how I adapt and blend in to survive. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the part that I'm being wrong. Maybe I don't know myself to the fullest extent. I don't know. Because I feel like I do need to be I, I don't know I just feel like I'm missing something that's why I'm not on that level to have automatic impact hmm. well I mean I can 100% testify with you as you went into the different groups of life you know you're going to be you're going to be somewhat of a different person between your mother and your friends and you know and in life we automatically group people into you know by their race or by their age and, you know, I could testify to, to doing the same thing. You're a little different around your white friends than you are your colored friends, for lack of a better term, right? Right, right. And I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but because it's, it's a natural thing, right? We, we want to fit in and we want to blend. Like our body, that's its survival mechanism. And so I don't think it's wrong for you to have slight changes in the way that you talk or something like that. But I think the, the goal should be to be the same person in every arena that you're in, in every room that you walk into, you wanna be the same person. Now you're gonna show respect to, to different people in different type of ways. Keep your morals. Uh-huh, you're not, you're not gonna you know, fall on your morals and become a totally different person, but you're gonna show respect to your grandmother in a different way that you would show respect to your friend. Absolutely. You know, and you're going to have fun with your grandmother in a different way than you would have fun with your friend. But just because you're having fun with this person like that, and you have fun with this person another way, it doesn't mean that you're a fake person. It just means you have different pieces of you and, and different, um, different experiences of life shaped you into who you are. And when you're around certain people, you dabble in those a little bit more. I 100% agree. You said Coach Hawkins was one person that you that you believed had had that next level impact that we're looking for, that we're searching for. You said there were some more people on your little list. Mm -hmm. What's the next person that you had that came to your mind whenever we brought this up? last night okay this is somebody i don't know personally um but, but many of the audience may very well know who this is but his name is david goggins oh uh, bro when, <laughs> bro whenever i was naming off those people earlier zig ziglar tony robbins et and all that his name popped in my head i just didn't say it like i was about to interrupt you but i didn't want to interrupt you and throw his name in there but like yeah, yeah. Goggins, he he's he's never not himself. Mm -mm. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and he has that that same factor of 
he doesn't care who he's around, he's going to be him. He doesn't really care who he offends. He doesn't care who doesn't like his message. He's not there to impress people. And so, yeah, he, he goes on different interviews and he may share, he may try to be inspirational, but it's definitely not a persona that he puts on in any way. And another thing that connects those two in my, my third person that I have is they, they, they're never satisfied. You know, David Goggins has, has run 100 miles in like Death Valley. He's gone through, he's been a Navy SEAL with like broken shins. He's done incredible things, but he still goes out and trains every day. He's never satisfied with the work that he's put in. He's just hungry for more work to put in. Yeah, he's, he, I don't even know if he's on the level that we're trying to get to. He's on, he's just, <laughs> he's so far out there, I think, because I've watched his videos and his interviews and, and TikToks and stuff like that. Like, he's a, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not even like he's his state of mind on a daily basis. He's out there. He he's just out there doing yeah. him, putting in all types of work. No matter the weather, I've seen him doing doing something in the rain. It was storming outside. He was out there getting it because that that's his daily routine. He ain't gonna let not, nothing stop him. Mm-hmm. And then he's always finding something harder, something that's going to make him progress further, something to challenge him every single day of his life, every single day. So not yeah. only does he have that automatic impact, but he has so much more. He's on such a higher level in life. And just in case some of the audience is new or they haven't been following the podcast or watch any videos with us, the last three podcasts that we've been on, whenever we talk about levels or leveling up or being on a higher level, it's, how would you describe that, Chad? It's basically having a higher state of mind, thinking differently, basically evolving as a person, as an individual, Mm -hmm. getting from where you are right now to somewhere further and better and progressive down the line in the future. That's what we talk about leveling up. That's what that essentially means. Mm-hmm. But and, uh, Goggins, he, he, he has, he's just something else. Like he's so up there in life that I, it, it'd probably take me 20 years for me to even get on his, his, his level. Which is not even, like, it's not something that I'm looking forward to right now because I'm just, you don't want to look too far in the future, if that's fair to say. I'm just focusing on getting on the next level. And then when I get there, I'm focusing on the next and the next and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we got Coach Hawkins. You said David Goggins, right? David's his first name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Goggins. And then you were about to say something else. I didn't want to interrupt you. That's my fault. No, was good. I, I was just saying, man, he, he's so crazy. Every time I hear his name or somebody talks about him, I can't help but laugh. That's an impact. Can't. That's an automatic impact. Whether yeah. it's inspirational or it makes you laugh or it makes you feel some type of way, he has an automatic impact in some shape or form. That's it. Yeah. He has just, just by his name alone it makes you react a certain type of way. Uh-huh. It does. Anytime I hear Goggins, man, I, I start laughing. What makes me laugh is that he'll be in interviews and he'll tell these stories of stuff that he does. But he's so serious. And he's, yeah, it's like the most absurd thing. People are like, what, what, what happened? And he just looks at you with this serious face. Like, no, I mean exactly what I said. It didn't happen any differently. It cracks me up, man. Yeah. stuff. Like, no, I was down there climbing up a mountain with my shoes fucking falling off my feet, and I made it all the way up. 
<laughs> Willpower. And then he just and then he just that's it. And then he just says it. He's not looking for he, he's not looking for an applause. He's not looking or for affirmation. You to say, wow. Yeah. He's just telling you his life and it just his life just so happens to be inspiring, to be motivational. And it just so happens to impact people on a certain level, on a certain wavelength, that it's automatic every time you hear his name, automatic every time he steps into a room, automatic every time you see him on a video, you just want to click on it and hear whatever he has to say. Even if he's cussing up a storm, he's telling a story right along with it, and it'll get you pumped and make you want to just run through a wall or go lift some weights and just stuff like that. There's automatic impact. That's the type of level that we want to be on as entrepreneurs, as people who want to challenge ourselves and evolve as, as individuals and people and get to the highest level that we could possibly be in life. Not just for ourselves, but for the people around us, for our families, our individual families, and to leave behind a legacy. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, that's, but what that's what it comes down for me. I want to impact people on such a level, automatic impact and beyond, that I will be here years after I'm gone, after I'm not here. I'll still be here when I'm not here. Does that make mm. sense? Yes, yes. Like you will know my name in some shape or form. You will have my content, my videos, my posts will be somewhere. My books, whenever I start putting out books, will be somewhere. And it's not an ego thing. Let me just put that out there. It's not an ego thing. It's not a, a I want to be recognized. It's not an attention thing. It's an impact thing. A positive impact. How much can I, can I impact people on a positive level? Impact one person a day. Impact the world tomorrow. Mm. That might be something you want to write down, Chad. You, yeah. you got that look on you, bro. Got that look in your eye. Impact one person today. Impact the world tomorrow. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if I heard that somewhere. Like, I made it up. Like, I said it. I think I wrote a post somewhere, and I just said it. I was like, man, that sounds pretty dope. So maybe somebody said that before. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm always going to give credit where credit's due. So if somebody famous or whatever said that before, credit to them. But if I'm the first one to say it, hey, I mean, <laughs> write it down, put it in quotes, put my name next to it. But I do have another thing that I written down that kind of sounds a bit biblical, from my perspective, maybe it's not. I don't, I'm not heavy on the Bible and stuff like that. I know you kind of are, Chad. But before we before we even get to that, I know you got a third person, right? Another person that yeah. you want to talk about. Okay, before we get to whatever I got written down, let's get to that last person and discuss them and how they have such an impact on people, what characteristics they have and what they bring to the table each and every time they get on camera, each and every time they step into a room in a conference, on a TED Talk or whatever they're doing. If you ever hear their name on a book, they have such an impact. They bring people to the bookstores, to the stores, to Amazon, to online, wherever their content is. They have such an impact on people's lives, people's mentality, how they do what they do on a daily basis. It's automatic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that third person, it's funny you said what you had to say was biblical because this third person is my, my pastor. For a second, I thought you was about to say Jesus, bro. <laughs> I thought you was about to say Jesus. I was like, I was like, is this dude about to say Jesus? <laughs> but yeah, your pastor, your pastor. Yeah, no, my pastor, Pastor Jamel Mayo. Um, growing up, he was my pastor. I've moved since then, and he's at a different church. But it's, a, it's the same thing as those other guys, man. He was unapologetically himself. And as a pastor, his mission is to, you know, 
be the pastor of those who are in the church and to go out into the streets of Newark at the time and to bring more people into the church and to share, you know, the message of Christ. And so his, what he did, he was so sure of himself and so sure of his work that those two main characteristics apply. He didn't care what other people had to say about it. He was so focused on his mission that nothing was going to take him away from it. And when you see somebody that's just on a mission, I think that's what is the inspiring part because their mission is the number one thing that's on their mind. And that's the only thing that they see. But on the outside, you're seeing this person on a direct mission. And they're not even talking to you. They're just focused on their goal. They don't have no detours. They can't be stopped. You ain't going to just stop them and sidetrack them or anything. Mm -hmm. Straight ahead. Yep. Just like a missile, you know? Like a missile. They got the target in mind. They're going to find any way and they're going to get straight to it. So those are the three people that, that really I've thought of. And they're in their different fields. But they they, they they've had a major impact on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Major impact on you. Major impact on me and the rest and not the rest of the world, but other people the in this world. So, uh huh. Cool. You, the communities, the people they're around, probably on a daily basis. They just have that automatic impact. They're on that certain level. They think a certain way which makes them who they are. Mm -hmm. Which maybe part of how we get there, Chad, is we got to truly and fully 100% embrace ourselves, embrace Mm. our gifts, embrace what we're trying to do. And like you said, be on that mission and go straight ahead. Straight ahead. Yeah. And maybe we're not doing that to the fullest extent. I don't know. I can't speak for you. But maybe that's something we need to clean up. Maybe we need a little bit more discipline. Maybe we need a little bit more fire. And cut out all the little other things that are peeking out from our vision if we don't have clarity and tunnel vision cut them all off so we can just focus on straight ahead mm-hmm. that's it man so just just i think the main thing is having just having that mission that you're that you're on finding something that you love deeply a feel that you want to get in directly and don't allow anything else to it's getting away. Don't get sidetracked. Don't look to the left or to the right. Don't focus on what else you could be doing. Focus on what you are doing and how you're going to get to the end goal or that the mission. Absolutely. The only thing that matters is the mission and why you're you're on that mission in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this down a few few nights ago it was just it's like a paragraph I just thought of it wrote it down and I don't even know where it came from it just I don't know if something sparked it if I watched something read something or what but this is what I have written down in my in my notes and you can write this down I even posted it today earlier today as a quote by me if you go look at my Facebook page, One Life Coaching, Positive Mindset, that's my Facebook group. But just so anybody who's not following that group or whatever, I'm also saying it on the podcast. They wanted to see me fail. So I let them see it. But when I succeed, they'll be forced to see that too in all my glory. I will fail and fail again just so I can win and win again. And then the cycle continues because without failure, without taking a loss, we as human beings or really any creature on this planet, we cannot grow and evolve. 
We cannot learn without making a mistake, without taking an L. So yes, you can want, wish, and watch me fail and find enjoyment when you see it. But when I succeed, I will succeed to the highest degree that they won't be able to look away and then they'll have to taste the bitterness of my victories just as they taste the sweetness of my losses. Mm. Wow. That's a... Uh, uh, <laughs> ooh. There's a lot, a lot there. A lot to, to process. You've just... It sounds like you've been you've been doubted a lot. You've been doubted. People don't think that you're fully about it. They don't think that it's it's really gonna happen. But you're you're on a mission to to prove not just to prove them wrong, but you're on a mission to prove yourself right. Exactly. That's what it sounds like to me. Like no no matter where the doubt comes from, even if it comes from yourself, even if it comes from me or you as an individual, you have to be focused. And you don't even necessarily have to prove anything to anyone. But there's one thing that you have to prove to yourself is that you can make it happen. You can do it. You can overcome any obstacle that lays in your way, no matter how horrific, how bad it tears you apart no matter how much pain something brings you in life, let it destroy you for a second so you can rebuild yourself stronger than before and carry on and keep moving forward and keep pushing, keep moving towards that success, towards that greatness that you want, towards the life that you want to help build for yourself and maybe for others. Focus on the mission. Don't let the pain, don't let the hurt, don't let the doubt, don't let the haters, don't let life in general stop you from being the best version of yourself that you could possibly be and living the best life you could possibly imagine and achieve for you and those around you. You got to be laser focused. You got to mm-hmm. keep breaking through barriers, getting to the next level and the level after that. And that's exactly what me and Chad and other people and the people that we've mentioned here today are doing constantly. And they have the five major keys that me and Chad laid out for you guys on the, what, the first episode? We yeah, that was our first five one. Major the 50th keys. one that you put out. Uh-huh. Yep, the episode 50, if we want to go look Back at that, five major keys to success. Me, Chad, everybody else that we've mentioned and whole tons of people we don't even know and that we haven't mentioned here today. And it might be you as an individual, as a person on the other end of this video, on the other end of this podcast. You could have these five keys in your life. But those of you that don't, that might be the missing link. That might be the reason why doors are not opening. That might be the reason why opportunities are not appearing in front of you. And they might be right there. But you're blind to it because you're missing one of the five keys to success. And we even said, we implemented, we, we talked about if you have, if you're not, if you're missing one of them, it's going to affect every other key that you have. The five major keys, if you remember, let's name them off, Chad. I know we had had confidence. We had discipline. Mm. Well, that's two. We had accountability. Accountability. uh, Positive action, right? Was that one of them? Uh Uh-huh. That's four. And then five. Was the confidence, the accountability, yep, two, the um, discipline. I, I remember that one specifically. Yep. Three, discipline, positive impact. Four, positive attitude, po- positive action, positive actions. 
Oh yeah, because we we went through the cycle on that. Yep, yep. The cycle. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. And then the fifth one. Come on, Chad. You, you, we should be sitting here like idiots. We put it out. It's in episode fifty. Yeah. We have we use it daily. 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 Thing is, it's we're it's so ingrained in our lives. We we don't even we're not even able. We to don't even have out. a name for it no more. We <laughs> use it consistently. It's infused in us. But I swear, we have five major keys, guys. We have five major keys to success that we use, you might use, and other people use on a daily basis. We got to think of it, Chad, because I'm not going to cut it off until we get all five. Confidence, discipline, accountability, positive action. Looking, I'm looking at the notes, man. I'm going there. I'm looking, I'm looking. Positive perspective, discipline, success, confidence, belief in yourself. Hey, you guys might think we look like a bunch of fools or we're funny or we don't know what we're talking about. But hey, we're not perfect. No. I, I promise you I don't know all the names of 57 episodes of my podcast. I promise you I don't. And can I name every category that I talked about in those episodes? Absolutely not. Because I'm always looking forward. And I'm never looking in the past. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. We uh, Every lesson in every podcast was for that moment. It was for the moment. And we learned from that moment and we're going on to the next moment. I like how I'm just trying to stall until you find the notes. Yeah. <laughs> Not worth that. You want page by page, man. There's something. Belief in yourself? I know belief in yourself went you along that with, with confidence. 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 Discipline, positive action, accountability. Mm-hmm. And I don't have it. I don't have that notebook here. I guess taking a, a leap of faith, taking a chance. I don't. That don't really sound right. But no. Nah. Humble. Is it being humble? I think, that, I think that was, I think that was it. Because you got to have the confidence, but you can't have the arrogance. Right. It's got to be the confidence, but yet the humbleness to say, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Which is kind of. That's hundred percent it. But today for episode number 57 or whatever, that's going to be the fifth. It might be the sixth, but that's, that's got to be it. Confidence. But it ties in well, man, with what we're talking. You know, all those people that have been listed, they've got the confidence to start that mission, but yet they have the humility to say, I'm not done with the mission. Right. They don't have the arrogance. They don't have the ego or the pride that's that develops like a superior superiority complex that has them going out and portraying that they are better than certain people or certain groups of people or individuals. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard any of those people that we've mentioned or talk about say anything remotely close to how they're better than certain people. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to talk for you, but I have never said that. I might say I might be doing better than somebody, but you'll never hear me say that I'm actually better than somebody. Because mm-hmm. we're all at different stages of life. I might be better doing, I might be doing better than somebody who's working at, at McDonald's, living some some other type of life, doing whatever things that they're doing with their own self. But that doesn't mean that I'm better than them. I might be at a different way of thinking, a different point in my life, doing different things, leveling up. But to go along with that, we had to have confidence, discipline. We had to be humble. We had to take positive action. 
and we have to take, we had to have taken accountability for everything that we do and that we don't do. That's how we got to where we are. That's how we got 57 episodes deep. And we're going to keep going. That's how we got a chat, how you got your business, how I can finance you with the website and the social media. That's how I got my clothing brand. That's how I'm a life coach and a motiva- motivational speaker. That's how mm-hmm. we're doing what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, it is. I, I had a friend recently, just yesterday, tell me, my guy, Elijah Hayden. He said, man, you just got to keep chopping. Just keep chopping that, Just keep chopping down the tree. Keep taking those those steps. And, and that's what it takes, you know. The, my financial coaching business has not gone how I thought it was going to go. There's different things that have come up, different um, challenges that I've faced. We just got to keep chopping. Uh, keep chopping. Sorry. Um, you just got to keep going. Yeah. Like we said, have that tunnel vision, be laser focused. Don't let nothing in life throw you off that mission. And eventually you'll hit the point of no return where being you in all walks of life, all stages of your life will become second nature and you'll have that automatic impact. Mm-hmm. And we're close. We're getting there. We're working on it. We have the five major keys. We have all these different things going on and we're trying to better ourselves each and every day and be the best versions of ourselves each and every day. My name is Trey Starr. This is Chad Cedarwall, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. One life, dream, big, and execute. Deuces. Deuces. Hey, it's Trey Starr, host of the One Life Real Talk podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and if you want to further support the podcast, the brand, and me, feel free to visit the merchandise store full of all your motivational needs when it comes to apparel, 32 different products ranging from t-shirts to hoodies, beanies, posters, and even phone cases with more products on the way. Just go to onelifestore.com. That's O-N-E-L-1-F-E store.com. Link will be in the description of the episode below. Have a phenomenal day. I will catch you guys in another episode. Dream big and execute.